this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 76 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things and this one I'm going to be looking at this book which is Show Your Work 10 Ways to Share Your Creativity and Get Discovered by Austin Cleon and last week I looked at this one which was Steal Like an Artist by Austin Cleon. Next week, I'm looking at this one, which is Keep Going, 10 Ways to Stay Creative in Good Times and Bad Times. <laughs> so that'd be good. And I didn't realise this one only just came out this year. So I found out about that last week after doing that one. So that'd be next week. I love this book. I still think... I have a feeling in like five or ten years' time, I'm going to look back and think that this is one of the most important books I've ever read. It's just, it's really helped me, that book, Steal Like an Artist. So, and this one, Show Your Work, it's, it's almost the same sort of thing. It's very inspiring. So what I'm going to do on this video is I'm going to quickly, very quickly, just look at my little notes and then I'll put the camera up onto looking down on the book. So if you're watching this podcast on YouTube, you'll be able to see all of the pages, which I think would be quite nice. But even if you're listening on like an audio, it'll be I think it'd be really nice as well. Because I'm just going to talk about this book. And it's a really fun book. So you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com. Com. <laughs> and you can find videos at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson and little Dennis is gonna ah <laughs> that means it is time for this week's podcast for the topic <coughs> little Dennis I like little Dennis so what I've done is I've as I was reading the book I took some notes and this book is 10 ways to share your creativity and get discovered so it's it's a little little square book, just like the other one. I love the fact that all these books are so simple looking. It's just really they're really beautiful little books. The first one is a little square black book with a hint of red. The second one is a little yellow book, y- yellow and black. The third one is a little blue square book with a hint of yellow, and it's just like a beautiful color combination. And even when you put them all together on the shelf, they're going to look quite pretty because little little hint of colour comes out of them. So what I'll do is I'll just quickly go through them in little notes. And things that these are the things that popped out is he talks about always remember how is the audience benefiting. So whenever you're sharing something, the first thing you should be you should always be thinking about is how is the audience benefiting? Then, well, what I said on this one, especially the first chapter, because the first book was very, still like an artist, was very, I said like each page, it felt like you could have ripped the page out and stuck it on Instagram. It was almost like mini pieces of art. It was like mini works of art each page, like mini little art pieces. This one, it's, it has still got little images on each page and stuff. But for some reason, especially the first chapter, 
the first few chapters actually, it felt a lot more like a book. In other words, there was a lot more text in it. So at first, I started thinking, oh, this isn't as exciting as the other one. So I put a lot more text in this one, more of a book. And I said, it, it feels not as exciting because of this. But the thing is, probably around chapter three or something, you start sprinkling in more images and it just gets, it just gets a lot more, I suppose, fun, like the first one. So that one, that was just a little thing I noticed at the start, but it's, by the end of it, I'm falling in love with it. So that was nice. <laughs> He's also, now this is, gets a bit weird, he also is talking about death. So I did a podcast a few episodes ago talking about how I think it's really important to think about death. And in this book he, he talks about, he has a, a few pages talking about how thinking about death, it can really sort of motivate you to, I suppose, get your bum in gear. <laughs> and, and that's what I was saying on the podcast, like thinking about death, it, it makes you live better. So... I find that really quite exciting. He even says about each morning he reads, ar- ar- what are they called, arbitories, that thing where you read all the people that have died and their little backstories. So I, I haven't done that before and I haven't done it yet. That'd be quite fun though, interesting, because sometimes I've been in, I've walked around like graves, like what are they called, yeah, graveyards, and you just sit and look at the little gravestones and... I don't know, you, it does make you think, well, I'm going to be there one day. So it it, make, it helps me become fearless when I think about death. Because you just realise there's nothing to be like fearing, because you're going to die anyway. <laughs> it's quite cool. Something I really love about this one is he refers to the reader as she. Which isn't, it's something you're not, you don't really see much. But I don't know, it just made, it made me smile. Every time he was talking about somebody he would always say she did this or she that which was quite nice he says here post one little thing a day and he says phase one is share influences and inspiration phase two work in progress or methods phase three three (laughs) final projects what you've learned and deleted scenes and stuff so basically what he said he's talking about how no matter what stage of like your art project or or no matter what you're doing there's always something you can share but this book is amazing really he talks about how people say they haven't got much time and he goes into talking about how nobody's got time if if you think about it but everyone has got time <laughs> sort of like a paradoxy thing little thing i highlighted here was he says don't show your lunch or your latte show your work that just made me smile and he said always think what am I working on so like when you go to share something instead of thinking what am I eating or he says what am I working on so that was quite nice again he says before you post anything ask is this helpful is this entertaining is this something I'd be comfortable with my boss or my mum seeing so it's cool. Like there is a sort of a sense of humour throughout this book, and it, it was the same with that first one. Like I said, it's a, a really fun. It's a really fun book to read. It, it just it's very inspiring. I just put here, inspiring, down the bottom. Very inspiring. It just keeps inspiring me. This book. 
And then, like I said here, he says he's, t he's talking about out of body. He starts talking about out of body at some point. Death, myths and fairy tales, how life is a story, meditation. So he's he's even sprinkling in little bits of like spiritual stuff in here, which I thought was quite nice because I didn't expect that. And then something here which I've never heard before. Because I do this thing where I share like inspirational artwork on my website and stuff. And sometimes I'll find an image. I think this is beautiful. But I can't find who's done it. So he said, and I'm going to remember this forever, I think. He says, find the right credit or don't share it. Because sometimes you find an image, you really want to share it. But you don't know who's done it. So basically he says, if you can't find who's done it, you can't share it. So... I think that's something to remember. I'll just quickly go through each of the little chapters, what I think about them. So, well, actually I might do that when I go into the book. Yes, but basically chapter one is better to be an amateur as you make... Yeah, I'll do that when I go into the book. So what I'll do now is I'm going to go into the actual book and go through each page very, very quickly. Because <laughs> I don't want these videos to go on for too long. And I'll just talk about each little page really things that pop out at me so let's get into the book show your work 10 ways to share your creativity and get discovered by austin cleon bing so we are now going to go into the little book and it's a beautiful yellow and black and i really feel like yellow and black is a beautiful color combination so i'm going to read a little synopsis on the front of the book and it says, the world is waiting. And this New York Times bestseller, Still Like an Artist, uh, Still Like an Artist, Austin Cleon, gave, ah, uh, in this New York Times, in his New York Times bestseller, Still Like an Artist, Austin Cleon gave readers the key to unlock creativity. Now comes next step in the journey, how to get known. Show your work, that's in capitals puts an end to the destructive myth of the lone genius by showing artists and writers, makers and creative entrepreneurs how to, how to join the new ecology of talent. It is about getting found by being findable, about using the network instead of wasting time networking. The key is process, not product. Share something new every day, but don't turn into human spam. <laughs> He talks about that later, spamming. Keep an amateur's mind where the possibilities are limitless. Be a connector, a teacher, an open node. Don't hoard. Yeah, I like this. In 10 vital new principles, show your work shows you you have to be open, generous, brave. An artist that other artists will steal from. I like what they've done there. They've, they've sort of made... They've sort of brought it full circle, so you become the thing that he was talking about in the first one. So in the first book, he's talking about basically stealing from other artists. This one is all about how you can become the person that other people will steal from. <laughs> it's quite fun, huh? So this one was made in 2014, and it's dedicated for Megan, which is nice. So the ten little chapters are... First, it starts off with a new way of operating... And then chapter one is you don't have to be a genius. And in my little notes I said this chapter is mainly about 
better to be an amateur as you are more fearless. Yeah, so he's talking about always being an amateur, which means you're always learning instead of trying to be a genius. Chapter two, think process, not product. And I've put, my little note says, focuses on documenting the process. So yeah, instead of waiting until you've got a finished product, post something as you're making it, which is a nice little tip. Chapter three, share something small every day. <coughs> and then I've put in my little notes, I said, keep it simple. Yeah, I like that. In other words, the things you share, they don't have to be master- masterly put together. You can just share little simple things. Keep it simple. Chapter four, open up your cabinet of curiosities. And I'm, in my little notes, I said, this one's all about don't keep it all to yourself. Share. In other words, share your your secrets, really. That's what that one is. Share your secrets. Because when you share your secrets, you learn just as much. Chapter 5, tell good stories. This is where he talks about how life is a story. But we are in the middle of it, so we don't know what the ending is. So that was a really fun chapter, that, because it was kind of going into the mythology stuff. Chapter 6, teach what you know. And that's on my little note says you learn by teaching, which is something I've noticed is when I'm making little videos talking about things, like these podcasts, I'm talking about things, I learn more about what I'm talking about as I'm talking about it. <laughs> it's quite funny. It's weird though. Chapter 7, don't turn into human spam. And that one's all about make it about everyone else. That's where he's really asking you got you got to, as you're sharing things you got to be thinking is this helpful is this entertaining in other words make it always about the other person chapter eight learn to take a punch this one i've put my little note says it's all about mental this is why i think spiritual stuff is so important like meditating and stuff because when you're meditating and lucid dreaming and whatnot you're working on your mind so you're making your mind getting your mind into a like a fearless state which is going to help you with your art stuff it, all, it is all linked that's something i'm really noticing is things that don't seem to be linked they really are chapter nine is all about sellout and this one is all about money and i'll put on my little thing i said i still have limiting beliefs about money this is a really really good chapter it's basically talking about how yeah, a lot of artists have this strange relationship with money. So I could really relate to that one. And in chapter 10 is all is called Stick Around. And that one, I've, my little notes are said about balance. So this one's all about, like he talks about a lot about sabbaticals and making sure you're not work, work, work all the time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to flick through this book as quickly as I can. Little, what I love about this book is it's all black and white so things just pop because you've got high contrast so when he puts a quote in it's it's really they like pop and like he keeps everything really simple little quotes in the middle of a page so you, it's all about the quote and this book it is sprinkled with inspirational quotes just like the last one so chapter one is all about basically always being an amateur 
you don't have to be a genius. Find a genius. <laughs> I don't know how to say that word. Genius. That's where you find like a, a bunch of people who's they're all gonna you're all gonna help each other. Be an amateur. Little quote from Charlie Chaplin. That's all of us. That's all any of us are amateurs. We don't like we don't live long enough to be anything else. <laughs> so I've highlighted some little quotes here. And yeah. We stop asking what others can do for us and start asking what we can do for others. This is why he says it's really important to get into like a little seniors thing. Like a little group of people because you start thinking about others instead of yourself. A little quote that I put a smiley face on is the stupidest possible creative act is still a creative act. In other words, just share stuff because even if you're being silly or whatnot, you're still sharing something. People making mistakes, being human is inspiring. This is what I'm saying. A lot of this book, like the first one, is very much like sort of going into psychology and stuff. We all have the opportunity to use our voices to have our say, but so many of us are wasting it. If you don't want people to know about what you do and the things you... If you want people to know about what you do and the things you care about, you have to share. This one, this chapter is about being fearless, which is why he starts looking into death, because arbitories, that thing where... You're reading about people who have died each morning. It it will help you become fearless. So in order to share, you have to be fearless, really. Because all these chapters, they link together, just like the first book. The one where you have to learn to take a punch. If you're sharing something every day, at some point you are going to get, like, haters. So this is why this this book is amazing, just like the first one. Things you're reading in later chapters link back to the previous chapters. So, yeah, he's talking here about, he says, yeah, I love this little bit, I'm going to read this. Tim Crider, in his book, We Learn Nothing, says that getting stabbed in the throat was the best thing ever to happen to him. For a whole year, he was happy and life was good. You'd like to think... That nearly getting killed would be a permanently life-altering experience, Quidus writes, but the illumination didn't last. Eventually, he was back to the busy work of living. In other words, you've got to keep... This is why he says, look at arbitrary things every day. What are they called? Obituaries. That's it. Obituaries. Look at obituaries every day, because then you will stay in that place. He's put another little bit here. It says, The writer George Sanders, speaking of his own near-death experience, said, to, For three or four days after that, it was the most beautiful world. To have gotten back in it, you know? And I thought, if you could walk around like that all the time, to really have that awareness that it's actually going to end, that's the trick. This is why I love thinking about death. Because I believe... I believe that there is a... I believe you can get your mind to a place where... You can stay there forever. So you would be absolutely fearless. This a near-death experience for the rest of us. <laughs> Little images throughout this book. So 
what he does is he also puts in little what they called I suppose little exercises and stuff you can do so he says try it start reading the obituaries every morning take inspiration from the people who who have muddled through life before you they all started out as amateurs and they got where they were going by making do with what they were given and having the guts to put themselves out there follow their example chapter two think process not product take people behind the scenes i really like this process is messy i like this chapter because it's talking about focusing on documenting instead of finished products so it's all about being okay with imperfect work that's something i was struggling with for ages something that really helps i think with putting out imperfect work is doing an art challenge because when you do a 30-day art challenge you have to share something every day so if you do a rubbish drawing or something that you know isn't perfect which is probably going to happen if you're doing an art challenge you still have to share it so it gets you because what happens is you'll share that imperfect work and you'll realize that nobody cares (laughs) which is a really good thing because it means you can do it again so you you start realizing it's okay to put out imperfect work it's like a limiting belief i suppose that you are dismantling by doing little experiments being but little quote here but human beings are interested in other human beings and what other human beings do people really do want to see how the sausage gets made <laughs> sausage sausages become a documentary of what you do so it's talking about and he talks about how you can do it anyway you can do it on twitter instagram youtube chapter three share something small every day so this is something i struggle with is i struggle with trying to share stuff whilst also creating stuff but he says in here just keep it simple i think my problem is sometimes i i try to share yeah my problem is i think too much (laughs) that's my problem i need to stop thinking too much and just share something little action step once a day after you've done your day's work go back to your documentary because what he talks about is he talks about as you're creating stuff constantly be documenting stuff but like that sounds like it'd be a bit more work but it's not really just as you're doing a drawing take little photos as you're doing it like a split second and just document what you're doing and then you've got like a, a pile of stuff at the end of the day which you can pull from so that's quite fun there's a little um image here which i think is really funny so he's got a little cross for one day and he's got one month with 30 odd little crosses and i thought that was quite cool you turn the page over and it's got loads of crosses for one year i just thought that was kind of yeah it's just a, a fun little way of doing it when you turn that page you're like Haha, i like that so it kind of gets the message across which is do one little thing every day and before you know it you'll have loads of stuff which would be nice i've put here that i love this little bit yes that was talking about how always think 
what are you working on? <laughs> I like this as well. We've got an image, a pie chart, with most of it is crap. <laughs> and there's a little piece of it that's not crap. It's just, this book is just full of so many inspiring things. And it is, it is like the first book as well, where you can tell he's really thought about what he's talking about. And he's managed to condense it into little, yeah, little like memorable phrases and stuff. He says here, this is really, I think, good. Of course, don't let sharing your work take precedence over actually doing your work. That's something that happened with me. What happens is I, I end up sharing. It ends up being like multiple hours to share stuff. And that's why I always end up stopping sharing because my history with Instagram and stuff has always been, I'll go on it, I'll spend a couple of months sharing something every day, but I'll just get burnt out with it. And it's because I'm, I'm tr- I think I'm thinking too much about what I'm sharing. So he says, of course, don't let sharing your work take precedence over actually doing your work. If you're having a hard time balancing the two, just set a timer for 30 minutes. Once the timer goes off, kick yourself off the internet and get back to work a little tiny tip I think that would be quite handy so just as you if you're watching on the video you can see it's a very simple looking book but it's it's very easy to follow he talks about how something little share something little every day and in the end it will become like a project design. He talks about in here how he he starts out. He start this book. He talks about this book how it started out as a little tweet. So he he did a little tweet about something. He then turned that little tweet into a blog post, multiple blog posts, and then those blog blog posts become a book. So he's really it's really inspiring because it's like this book started out as a little tweet. So you just think to yourself, wow, a, li- a little tweet, yeah, a little tweet. You don't know what's going to come of little little action steps, really. Chapter four, open up your cabinet of curiosities. He says, don't be a hoarder. In other words, if you learn something, don't keep it to yourself. Like, share it with the world. Um Ah, uh, yeah, he says about no guilty pleasures. This is something I had to... I had years and years of... Sometimes I look back at life and I think things that are totally unrelated to art were actually there for my art. It's really weird, but I used to have this job where I was... Because I've always been into anime and, like, anime video games. And the people I was working with, they were always into more first person shooters and stuff so I was always the odd one out because I liked these anime games and they always tried to make me feel bad for liking these things but I didn't care I just I liked what I liked (laughs) and that was it and he's talking about that he says like what you like and basically share it because what will happen is maybe a lot of people will think you're you know that's stupid or something but you will find a couple of little people who think the same as you. And that goes back to that chapter where he's talking about building a, what's it called, like a group of people 
if you're all if you're all into the same thing, it's just going to be like a little nice little group. Chapter five is tell good stories. This is a really good chapter to read. I think it's more of a chapter to read because he's talking about how life is a story. So people like stories and just share it. But he's talking about how you want to you want to turn your life into more of a story. So even though it is a story, turn it into more of a story. So that's all about writing, really. He's, he's talking about the more you write, the better you get as, at telling stories and stuff. But there's a really fun little picture in here, which is it's getting the message across about how the same thing can be completely different. So this is why you want to, this is like the story thing. As you're writing, you'll be able to turn your life into story. You'll be able to shape the message of your life, really. It's quite fun. He's got a page of little triangles. All they are are simple little triangles, six of them. Underneath them, he's put a little word. So you look at the first triangle, it says mountain. So now you see a mountain. Look at the next triangle, shark fin. <laughs> now you see a shark fin. The next one, I don't know what that word says, stalag- stalagmite. Vice, I didn't, <laughs> wizard hat. I see a little wizard hat. Tortilla chip. You see a tortillion chip. And then you can make your own up. I love that because it's basically showing you how this kind of again goes into all these things about belief systems and stuff whatever you believe is what it becomes this is what it, if you believe that's a shark fin then that triangle is now a shark fin it's kind of again it's a psychological psychology thing i love this structure is everything that's one of the big quotes he talks here about how life is very simple we think we think life is really complicated and stuff but it can be broken down to once upon a time there was whatever every day whatever blah 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 one day blah 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 because of that blah 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 because of that blah 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 until finally blah 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 this is like the what a story is it's a character is in a comfort zone they want something they have to go into an unfamiliar situation they have to adapt to it, they get what they wanted, they pay a heavy price for it, they rep- return to the familiar situation having changed. That's what, it's Dan Harmon's story cycle. kind of goes into Joseph Campbell. I've got a book there called A Hero with a Thousand Faces. I haven't read it yet because I've tried to read it a couple times. I can tell it's a really really advanced book so but that's talking about that book talks about basically story it follows a structure so when you're sharing stuff you want to be thinking about what you're sharing so that it all flows into create a story which that kind of goes into what he's talking about where the phase one you can share your work in progress and then by the end of it you're sharing the finished project but the whole thing together on its own it's it's a nice little sharing thing but together it becomes like a story so i just think he he looks at sharing as a as like a story which is cool <laughs> and like i said there's little images throughout this book which are very fun to look at 
Chapter 6, Teach What You Know, Share Your Trade Secrets. A little quote here from Annie, Annie Dillard. The impulse, the impulse to keep yourself, the impulse to keep to yourself what you have learned is not only shameful, it is destructive. Anything you do not give freely and abundantly becomes lost to you. You open your safe and find ashes. <laughs> it's kind of a paradox. You think sharing everything would give everyone else an advantage, but it doesn't. Like I said, when you're sharing stuff, you're learning even more. So everybody wins, which is quite nice. This, again, is he's got little very simple, simple images. A very simple one. It's a circle. It says learn. And it's going into teach, and then teach goes into learn. So it's, it's a never-ending cycle of learning and teaching. And they both work together. Chapter 7. Don't turn into human spam. <laughs> when people realise you're being listened to, they tell you things. Richard Ford said that. There's a This chapter is all about listening. And it, there's a, I've, I did a course... I'll put a link in the show notes. Sam Schaefer's social anxiety course. It's called IOvercameAnxiety.com, I think it is. And one of the things he said in that which really stuck with me was, to be interesting, you have to be interested. That quote stuck with me forever. So, because the thing is, when you're in a conversation with people, you're all, well, if, when I was having social anxiety and stuff, I was always thinking about myself and what Sam Schaefer said in that course was to spin it around and put it, think about everyone else, so be interested in everyone else and what happened is they'll come back to you to be interested in you and that helps with social anxiety because you're no longer thinking about yourself, you're thinking about everyone else and all you have to do is listen, it's really simple and it's yeah, it just helps a lot. But this goes into the sharing because if you're listening to people, you'll know what what they want. So that means you'll sh- you'll be sharing stuff that they want, which is nice. And then these little images everywhere. You want hearts, not eyeballs. I like that as well. Kind of goes into something I spoke about last week on the other book, where. Don't focus on how many likes and stuff you're getting. Focus on... I've thought about this a lot. I would rather have one person like what I'm doing and really become friends with them rather than have hundreds of people who like what you're doing but you don't You don't even know who they are. <laughs> this is weird. This is a little quote from that social anxiety course. that It made me think about that. He said, yeah, if you want to be interesting... You have to be interested. I love that. The vampire test. This one really hit home with me. The other day at work, it was actually the day before I read this book, there's somebody at work who... I love I love, I love, love them, but for some reason, whenever I talk to them, afterwards I feel like I need to lie down and I just feel drained of all my energy and... Like I know that that's on me because I need to work on my mind because I'm letting that affect me. But he says here, the vampire test, yeah, whatever excites you go, 
go do it. Whatever drains you, you stop doing it. Derek Scyther said that. But in the book, he's talking about if there's anybody around you who drains you of your energy, basically, you've just got to get away from it. And I know it's easier said than done, especially if you're working with somebody. But there is always a way. So, yeah, little quote that he says in the book is, vampires, which are people who drain your energy, or or is people who you feel drained when you're about. Because I don't think they're actually draining your energy. I think it's just your... So what, what I think it is, <laughs> I think it's to do with these energy things. I've talked about this loads of times. I think everyone has like a number for their positivity and a number for the negativity. Some people's positivity is higher than... Like they might have a 90% negativity and a 10% positive. So if you're a 80% positive, that 90% negative is going to bring your positivity down. I think that's what's going on. So what he says is, he says you've got to get away from it. Vampires cannot be cured. Should you find yourself in the presence of a vampire, be like Brancusi, who he talks about in the book, and banish it from your life forever. Like I said, it's sometimes easier said than done, but he talks about ways to do it and stuff in here. And then talk about your fellow knuckle balleries. <laughs> Some weird words in here. When you when you pin your kind, you get your team. Again, this is all talking about being true to yourself. So you're sharing what is true to you. And then similar people will come together. It's much better to have a bunch of people who love and are connected... They can still be different, but like sharing the same sort of message. So it's quite nice. He talks about meeting up in person. He says it's nice to meet people online, but it's amazing when you meet them in person. Chapter 8, learn to take a punch. I like this one. Let them take their best shot. In here he talks about meditation and stuff. And he's talking about, well, he, he talks a little bit about strengthening your neck. Rolling with the punches, protect your vulnerable areas and keep your balance. And this is where I think it all comes into the mind, looking into your mind and that. Don't feed the trolls. Nice little quote here. Do you have a troll problem? That's somebody who's being a hater. Use the block button on social media sites. Delete nasty comments. My wife is fond of saying... If someone took a dump in your living room, you wouldn't let it sit there, would you? <laughs> Nasty comments are the same. They should be scooped up and thrown in the trash. In other words, don't put any attention on negativity. Just chapter nine, sell out. And it says, even the Renaissance, Renaissance had to be funded. Love this chapter. It's I'm going to have to read this one so many times because... I've got some weird limiting beliefs and stuff about money. And this one's just talking about how no matter what you're doing, you have to have you have to have money. So you're gonna you've got to, it's talking about basically looking at money as something that is gonna help you instead of money as something that's evil and stuff like that. I, I love this book, the way it's set out. I like this quote as well from Walt Disney. We don't make movies to make money. We make money to make movies. <laughs> to make more movies. 
I love that. Again, it's it, it kind of goes into the same thing. In, instead of putting your focus on money, put your focus on creating something so that the money is there to create something. It's not that you're creating something to make the money, it's just spinning it around. Make more work for yourself. Talks about passion. Doing what you love. That's the best way. <laughs> I put it here, this is a yummy little quote. So it says, little sentence says, it says, yeah, a life of creativity is all about change, moving forward, taking chances, exploring new frontiers. The real risk is in not changing, said saxophonist, saxophonist John Coltrane. I have to feel that I'm after something. If I make money, fine, but I'd rather be stri- striving. It's the striving, man. It's that, it's that I find. <laughs> it's that I want. But I like the bit at the start where it says, A creative life is all about change, moving forward, taking chances and exploring new frontiers. Kind of goes in together with being fearless. There's fun little images in this book. Final chapter, stick around. Don't quit your show. It says here, work is never finished, only abandoned. Paul Valerie said that. And this one's just talking about a little, little image it says just keep going <laughs> yeah chain smoke again this is all about little just keeping it keeping it going little crosses talked about in the first book every day do something little and in the end it will come together yeah go away so you can come back this one he talks about sabbaticals somebody who was it don't know, somebody in here take every seven years they take a year off to go on like a sabbatical. It's the designer Stefan Sagmiaster. <laughs> Sagmister. But I know Sean McCabe at SeanWest.com he too is doing these this next year he's taking a year off. And it talks about in here Ah, oh, I love this chapter. They were talking about how somebody there's like this artist, he got really good at something, and then what he did was he just basically threw it all away and started from scratch because he knew that going back to the start, it again it goes back to chapter one. If you get too good at something, you'll get complacent and you will stop learning. So if you just get rid of everything and try something completely different, what will happen is you will become a learner again, which that will inspire you. But the other thing is. Everything you've already learned will come into what you're doing. So even though you you feel like you're going to be starting from scratch, you won't because you're you'll be taking what you've learned with you. So it's just a fun little thing, really. Talks about getting out in nature, exercising. Yeah, I love I love this chapter. Something here that I thought was beautiful. Yeah, don't think, don't think of it as starting over. Think of it as beginning again. Go back to chapter one, literally, and becoming an, an amateur. That's what I just said about. Look for something new to learn, and when you find it, dedicate yourself to learning it out in the open. So it just becomes this never-ending circle. And then when you get really good at something, that's when you've got to go start learning something new again. It's quite 
quite a nice way of looking at it really and that's basically the end of it so what he did in the first one he he says what now so he's got some little action steps here and the action steps are go online and post what you're working on right now with the tag show your work I actually did this yesterday so I, I, I haven't posted anything on my Twitter or Instagram for two months and this book inspired me to post something and I'm going to try my best to just post something every single day now um, yeah, just keep it simple and hopefully I won't get burnt out again but if I do I'll just have to keep come back to this book and get inspired again really another little thing he says is plan a show your work night with colleagues or friends use this book as a guide share works in progress and your curiosities tell stories and teach one another so it's all about you can't do this on your own you have to be with other people and then a little final little action step step give a copy of this book away to somebody who needs to read it so i shall do that one day and then he's got a little book list which you can see on there but if you read the book you can see that and then your mileage may vary just like the first one he says some advice can be a vice feel feel free to take what you can use and leave the rest there are no rules i show my work at www.austincleon.com and then he's i love this at the end he puts he puts in a load of little images of things he was working on and basically the process of putting this book together which is quite fun to look at really and then that's it a page of little thank yous and inspirational stuff and then that is it and there he, there he is a little little Austin Cleon do, 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 do. looks like a very happy chappy and that's basically it show your work 10 ways to share your creativity and get discovered by Austin Cleon very inspiring book just like the first one still like an artist and hopefully this one will be just as fun because next week I'll be looking at keep going 10 ways to stay creative in good times and bad but if I had to sum this book up in one word I would say inspiring super inspiring that was a bit loud wasn't it (laughs) that's the end of the little look at this book show your work by Austin Cleon I really hope you enjoyed that and what I'm going to do now is say the inspirational quote it comes from this book and it is on page 19 which is from the chapter where he's talking about it's from chapter 1 you don't have to be a genius so well if you I hope you enjoyed this one and you can find show notes and everything with links to Austin's website and stuff like that at sophielawson.com and you can find videos at youtube.com slash sophielawson this week's international quote is the best way to get started on the path to sharing your work is to think about what you want to learn and make a commitment to learning it in front of others
<laughs> I love that. I think that's just as a super simple. It's almost like a, it's almost like an action step. It's so simple. All you got to do is, what do you want to learn? Work out what you want to learn and then share it. So you are both, you are both getting better, and and also, hopefully helping other people get better at the same time. That's cool. So this week's inspirational quote. The best way to get started on the path to sharing your work is to think about what you want to learn and make a commitment to learning it in front of others. Austin Cleon.